the amount of fraud is very, very small. Let's be clear about that. We don't want to, we want to see it at zero percent, but the percentages are very, very small. Uh, and under waste, fraud, and abuse or mistake, a lot of this is not fraud, as you pointed out. And we should recognize that small businesses do not have the same degree of capacity that large companies have. And at times, mistakes are made. And they're not intended. And we have to correct that. But let's not call it fraud when it's not fraud. So I just really want to clarify those points and also compliment this administration for having much more transparency. We have gotten much more information. Um, uh, I know Senator Ernst might get a little upset about this. It wasn't a high bar to meet under the Trump administration because they just didn't make anything available to us. But uh, we do appreciate the fact that it's been a much more open uh, process uh, under this administration. So now let me get to the main thrust of today's hearing. So it is clear that the SBA did send out communications saying that applications were being denied because of lack of resources. But as you have clarified today, that is not the case, is it? Mm -hmm. correct? Uh, yes. In, in all of those instances, both of those messages, I, I believe, were communicated to the, to the bar. So now we have 125,000 eligible small businesses that have been informed that they're entitled to receive additional loan money. Mm -hmm. And your testimony today is it's up to, to those applicants to get the documentation in, in order to complete this, the settlement of those loans. It's, it's up to, to any borrowers uh, to close a loan. So they have to sign the note, they have to sign the ancillary documents to the note. So they're not providing any additional documentation to for, for any approval or anything. What they are, what we are waiting to, so if you bought a house or you yeah. remember the big closing table and the big stack of like that that's what they've got to execute so um, they just have not done that yet yes and, I, I just really want to emphasize what senator shaheen has said we'll give you chapter and verse i think we've already given you these casework cases we yeah. have several that mm -hmm. come to my attention where that's not the case right exactly the, the burden is on the sba to complete the closing not on the person they have done that and they're still waiting for their check. Right. So there's there's yet another issue with what you just opened up. So I agree that but for the borrower agreeing to take the note, right? So like they they have to sign to be to be the borrower. Um, we're responsible for closing the loans in association with them. So for the hundred and twenty five thousand, um, including uh, with the district offices, we, we are executing the closing, and it's at the discretion of the borrower to execute that. Um, and yes, uh, we have seen from, from your office and others that there was confusion for those folks, right, who do have fun funding, and I want to reiterate again, their, their money is there, uh, they, they can execute the closing, um, and we will assist them with, with that closing. Once they have executed the documents, the money goes on a, uh, on a schedule over to Treasury, uh, for the ACH into the designated bank account. There are issues with those bank accounts um, uh, where the banks, uh, where the account is located, are bouncing back uh, our disbursements. Um, and, and I don't know the exact reasons from each institution. Uh, one of the reasons that is cited most often is the opinion of the bank that um, commercial activity for this account is not recognized and therefore they are flagging it as suspicious. Yeah, I understand exactly what you're saying, and I recognize that, and that's one of the points I think uh, Silver wow. mentioned. 
there are better systems out there that would have dealt with this. And we're dealing with two agencies, Treasury and the SBA, and that's a, a challenge also. My plea to you is mm -hmm. provide the leadership and resources to get these resolved. Yeah. These are people that are frustrated. They need their money. Uh, in one case, it was the bank account only accepted checks up to a certain amount, and they had a higher check coming in, so they set up a separate account, and it took them forever, and they still haven't completed getting that uh, routing into the system so the money actually could get there. Yes. You know, these are small businesses. They yes. need help. Yes. So please resolve these issues, get the resources, and get it done. Uh, and they have been given inconsistent information over time. At one point, they thought the money wasn't there. And many of them were giving up. So please provide the services they need so we can get that 125,000. Those that want to take out the loan, that they can complete the loan process and, and stop calling our offices. Would it be very helpful? So appreciate if you would follow up on that. Yes, and 100%, I, I hear you. 100%, we will redouble our efforts. And for all of those bank account back bounce, just like the closing, yeah. we will work those to. to Y'all hear what he's saying? We will work with that particular borrower to get that money and that money remains theirs even if it bounced back now to the forty-one thousand potential that sure uh, we're informed mm -hmm. either directly or through communications generally that these loans are unworkable mm -hmm. not that they were denied but that they were unworkable as i understand it. Mm -hmm. and i understand why they're on that a lot of these they could not get the verifications that are required they hadn't filed their tax returns uh, all those issues that have to be done for them to be able to get their loans completed. Mm -hmm. I recognize that. But unworkable is not denied. Sure. And, I, I, and, and some of these, they many of these, according to the casework notes that we have, they think that they have given the adequate information or that they can supply the adequate information, but they haven't gotten that ability to do that because of the way the system is set up. So uh, I would just urge you to those that do have claims that can be adjudicated in a positive way, either reconsideration or an increased loan amount or whatever they have filed, let's try to get those resolved and given it, the numbers are getting small enough that it seems to me that we should be able to handle those with the type of service that we would expect from the SBA. So just urge us to try to resolve that. For those that are truly not eligible, you're going to have to bite the board and give them determination so that they can move on or file an appeal. So I just would seem to me you have to complete these. And uh, I, I don't want any pre... Uh, I don't want you to deny an application that has merit because you want to get it off the book. Right. I, I'm happy to keep it open if there's a possibility for successful conclusion for the small business owner, but they need to know. There has to be a time. Yeah. So, um, understood. Um, I, I understand uh, the urgency. I understand what the objective and mission is. The one thing that I do want to make uh, uh, chairman aware of and, and members is that um, uh, from the point of first disbursement, uh, a borrower has 24 months to seek a loan increase. So as of July, 80% of that uh, universe told. So it's, it's August 2nd today. So 80% uh, of that universe can no longer seek a loan increase. Uh, by October, that number will be in excess of 90%. By the end of the year, it'll be zero. I just point out, I've been told that 24 month period 
is not statutory. You can waive that 24 months if you wanted to. Sure. I understand. I understand the note. Okay, so I need to get on the record so I understand. May 6 was the cutoff date for modifications, etc. Okay, you guys. So that's enough for that one. Uh, I want you guys to understand what's happening. Okay, I want you to understand what's happening. Let me. Okay, so what's happening today was another hearing. They've been back and forth since April. Um, not just for the letter that I just showed you guys about the technical assistance. That's a whole nother pocket. All right. And one thing I want you all to realize that they mentioned about the tax returns. All right. My thing is, and I have submitted, um, I um, I don't know if I introduced, yeah, I think I introduced myself, but I'm also, Urban Management Group have been certified as a women-owned small business. We also part of the, the women uh, business enterprise network. We also have been certified for the Texas Hub, and I'm also a, a part of the National Small Business Association Leadership Council member. So I am part of that, and that's why I have access to a lot of the hearings. And so my, my whole goal is to enhance uh, and bring you enhanced your awareness on what's happening on the back end financially while you building your business. So I'm not just throwing stuff out to you guys. I'm letting you hear what I've been saying, but some still playing. Okay. They are fighting up in the administration to get you guys your funds. I have people that I assisted with the applications for free, they pay me a uh, servant's consulting fee to guide them. And literally, I have done applications for individuals. But I also seen where some got upset because they didn't get their money on time and SBA didn't respond. Well, you just heard what the man was saying. That was only one part. I have like three different segments that I'm going excuse me, that I'm gonna share on another video that they went into details for every pocket. Okay. And so my main thing with everyone, anybody that's hearing my voice. That's watching this video. Don't forget to subscribe. Come on, I, I need some some volume going on, some momentum going on now. It's picking up. Uh, Urban Management Group had a YouTube channel. I established it this year, and it's picking up. And I know it's gonna pick up even more because some things about to explode. And you know, I understand people don't like to jump on board until they really see. You know, they want to get connected with things that, you know, but sometimes that'll bite you. All right. You, you put your own, you bite yourself when you're waiting. But anyway, so that's why I encourage a lot of my clients and people who send me emails and call me, not only be proactive, be patient and don't give up. It don't make no sense for you to be all upset and be, but this person did this and I ain't getting a response and yada, yada, I want to know what happened. Okay, 
It's August 2nd. You heard the man. Today, this hearing was this morning. And you hear what they're saying. There are 125,000 applicants that's still waiting for a response after they didn't fill out the other information. There's 41,000 loans that they have not even touched and responded. You heard him reply to that also. So why are you getting mad with your consultant? Why are you getting mad with your with with the individual that's really trying to be a blessing to you? Why? Why get frustrated? You need to get frustrated with yourself. I'm just going to be blunt. I don't have time to play patty cake with nobody no more. Okay? I understand. I'm a whole different breed. But I I'm here to help you get structured because the 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 delays that occurred in my business and by being on the phone calls, sending the letters to the senators, talking to the councilmen, I learned how to properly write stuff down on paper, okay, and submit it and follow back up on it, all right? And this is what you guys are going to have to do. A lot of you all, and I showed it with some people, a lot of you all, those emails, like they were talking about the emails, those emails are going spam, and just because you don't see it, you feel like they ain't answer. If you t- open up your email and type in SBA, everything from SBA going to pop up. You need to find out that them dates and look for um, when they ask, when they sent you an invitation to be reconsidered or or, or have um increase in the loan that you already had. See, and that's what they're talking about. You may fall into one of those where really it was three categories. Now, the main thing in my time is 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 speeding up. My main thing is for me to share with you all, okay? Let's buckle down, you all, okay? I've seen where people unsubscribe, and they send me an email. You ain't help me get my money in, and, uh, but no, I, I'm not the loan officer. I'm just the administrator to assist you or your counselor or your consultant, not counselor, your consultant, to tell you what you need to do. I had one in, individual that I literally asked this person, okay, did you f- do any idle loans for COVID? Oh, I didn't do none of that. I, I didn't do, I didn't, I didn't do none of that. I said, okay, so we're good. So I put this application in for you, cause no refunds. You just paying me for my time, my service. So I put this application in for you. SBA is not going to reply back to me because I'm going to have my company name on there so it can get through. Uh Uh-oh. And SBA sent me a warning about this application. No, this business EIN number have submitted several loans. And it's now in uh, what they call it. They they being polite, not so much fraud, but it has it's been flagged. That's what they say. This business EIN number have been flagged, and so I shared it with the person. It's like, oh no, I gotta find out for my partner. Your partner? Well, you didn't say nothing about a partner. And come to find out, the partner filed, received money, 
and they didn't even know none about it. You got to watch out, too, when you have partners. You guys have to collaborate with each other. Because even though you're partners, you're doing things separate, you're still underneath that one umbrella, so it's still one, even though it's two of you guys. And one can hurt the other if you're not in harmony with each other. Okay? So, um, I'm going to have the links. Click the link. If you need help, striving to see if you even qualify for the future. Because I'm going to go on the next one of these videos will pop up to prepare you for the next group of money. Matter of fact, they have money already being allocating a pot of money right now that's from that letter that I showed y'all about the Treasury. That was only $300 million. They have dispersed $8.3 billion for business recovery. They changed the name. It's not like a PPP or EIDL, but it is a grant. And But you have to file, especially in the state of Texas, you have to file according to your NACA number. Okay, that's that N-A-I-C-S. If you don't know what that number is, that means you have not been following your taxes with your business and your your um, tax uh, preparer or your CPA. Something happened where you don't even know what category you fall into. That's another hindrance that I found that other people have been um, ineligible because they don't understand. All right. So, um, until then, um, follow the next video. I'm going to stay up. I'm probably going to do another video to go in more details, but this is just like an alert. And I just want you guys to know that, hey, let's be on the Q&Q. If you had an EIDL loan and reconsideration, go back and check your emails. If not, I'm going to have a, a letter that you could submit to them, but they they striving right now. They're saying that the money is still there for you. You have to be proactive. I will go back to that last email with that loan officer, that 1-800 number, and call them and say, according to the August 2nd hearing, that my funds should have been released to me. I need to find out where's my money. And be nice to the people, okay? Don't be all fussy you know, and arrogant because they can really deny you. They saying that, oh, I'm looking on here, da-da-da, but they can make notes, okay? So be very nice, but let them know the urgency, you know. my Look, I put in my letters, you guys, <laughs> my company is hemorrhaging. I need working capital ASAP. I've been waiting since 2020. No, seriously. I was waiting to 2020 for my business to receive funding. And I didn't receive my funding until January 2022. Yes, that was almost a year and a half. Well, 21 years. Almost two years. Well, i say about 18 months, 19 months. So come on, you guys. We got to be proactive, okay? Well, this is Dr. D once again. And I always leave you with this. Are you in business or is it a hobby? Come on. All right. Bye. Recording stopped.
Recording in progress. Alright. We about to get it on. verify the information or they didn't file a tax return and i still didn't hear the deliberation on okay what is the sba um doing to collaborate with irs because irs is still not sending the appropriate transcript the 4506t which has been a hindrance from the beginning I'm still waiting for that hearing to happen. But today, today, I'm going to show you clips on the meeting today of what was told to the SBA Capital Access Administrator to begin to release these funds to you guys. That's right. If you were stuck in a reconsideration or you appealed, you filed for the EIDL before um, that last, uh, they say May 6th. It really was December 31st, but they allowed individuals to apply and they extended it. Okay, and I believe that was for the reconsideration. All right, new applications. The deadline was December 31st, 2021. Okay. So if you didn't fill out an application at all for the first time before December 31st, well, you lost that opportunity, but they have more coming, you guys, okay? They have more coming. Matter of fact, the pot is open now for you to submit for new funding, but I'm going to talk about that on another video. This video is mainly for you guys that were stuck in reconsideration. You didn't check those emails like I've been telling you guys. Don't be fussy with Dr. D if you only follow my instructions and do what I, I, I suggested for you guys to do and stop being so uh, uh, reactive. Instead, be proactive and let's take a hold on our business ventures and let's buckle down and become the CEOs that God has already put in you to become. All right? Soon, um, matter of fact, next month, we're going to start our entrepreneurship course. Literally, we're going to go 12 weeks. All right? Every week. We're going to have an opportunity. You're going to have an opportunity to get these businesses in order. I've been doing this since 2017. More streamlined, more virtual, going back and forth. Telling you guys, y'all know I've been plugging. Go on those on Urban Management Group. Subscribe to Urban Management Group YouTube channel so you can get the news when I first submit the videos okay right now i am still on vacation but i'm still working my vacation is different from other vacation i had a lovely time enjoying my my family you know and and dealing with our business meeting at the same time to go forward in these last third and fourth quarter of the year but i'm still thinking about okay how can i better serve my clients so their business can grow like mine's growing. 
All right. And you know what's really hindering a lot of you guys? You need to keep your eyes off the outer and let's get our eyes in the inner. <laughs> we need that growth mind, mindset. Okay. I know I'm called to only a certain um, set of people. But I'm going to tell you, I guarantee you, when Dr. D shares something with you, I improved it, I done tried it, and I have the, manifesta- the manifestation. Excuse me, because I'm getting my mouth done, y'all. Sometimes the words get all mixed up sometimes, okay? But sooner or later, mine going to be frosting. <laughs> Just had to get that straight, you know. I got to throw in some little joy in there with y'all, you know, to liven you up, all right? But why I am talking, why I am talking, I'm talking to y'all peeps. I want y'all to write quick. Uh, I'm just going to let y'all hear the concerns. Okay, y'all going to see some of my photos. Um, she has some concerns. And this is some of you guys, y'all dealing with the same thing right here. I've worked with our district office on and while um, there are some I don't want to use the word questions, but there are some disparities, but they are in, you know, at least one case as simple as an email address that was different. So I, I guess I'm, I'm, you haven't convinced me that, um, and while I recognize that there are some cases that, you know, for, for various reasons, uh, human error don't, don't get, um, reviewed in the same way that we would all like um it's still i'm still concerned that we have businesses out there that qualify that are not being acknowledged by sba so i I don't know how how to resolve some of those cases but I, i do think it's it's a concern and it's an ongoing concern and as senator um Rosen talked about trust. I think that is a real issue that many of our small businesses still have at this point. I'm going to follow up on some of Senator Shaheen's point and just want to acknowledge uh, that we spent a lot of time together in developing these programs uh, with Senator Rubio and Senator Collins. Mr. Cordy, the chairman. We really did want to get money out quickly. And we recognize that the verification systems would be lax because if we had to go through all the verification systems, the businesses would be shuttered and closed for good. So we knew that there was going to be some challenges in doing this when we created the program. I'm also going to follow up on Senator Senator Shaheen's points about individuals that are not, they followed the rules and they haven't gotten the clarity that you've given us today. But first, let, let me just point out on waste, fraud, and abuse, because I agree. Look, we want to get money out quickly. We don't want to see any waste, fraud, or abuse, but we want to get money out quickly. And when you look at the size of the PPP program and the idle programs and the restaurant program and the shutter venue program, the amount of fraud is very, very small. So let's be clear about that. We, don't want, we want to see it at 0%, but the percentages are very, very small. Uh, and under waste, fraud, and abuse or mistake, a lot of this is not fraud, as you pointed out. And we should recognize that small businesses do not have the same degree exactly. of capacity that large companies have. 
and at times mistakes are made and they're not intended and we have to correct that but let's not call it fraud when it's not fraud so i just really want to clarify those points and also compliment this administration for having much more transparency we have okay so um they they made now listen to him right so again um there were choices made um, in 2020 for, from a speed standpoint and a design standpoint that, had, that created systemic issues that rippled forward. And it leads to this day because the constituency interactions that we receive are still trying to make heads or tails out of all these you know, disparate signals that we sent them. And that is horrible. And from Administrator Guzman's standpoint, you know, it, it, it's never again. And so the Office of Capital Access is now charged with um, reforming, you know, all of this in, in, in the core natural disaster programs. Thank you. Thank you very much and look forward to seeing the more streamlined uh, communication and process. Yeah, Mr. Chin. But in drafting the bipartisan infrastructure bill, Congress very clearly intended that SBA use transfer authority granted by that law to reallocate funds from targeted idle grant program to the idle loan program so that businesses who are eligible for that assistance would be able to receive it. Now, in the past, SBA has used that authority. Why was the decision made in this case not to use that authority again? Jesus. So, um, as, as, as we've indicated, the committee, we did use that authority, um, for example, to process um, uh, uh, applications that were received on or before uh, May 6th uh, cutoff deadline. So we used both um, uh, uh, cancellations, which I think Chairman Cardin referenced, uh, as well as funds that we moved uh, in, in coordination with OMB into that fund. Um, so um, th there, there's no question that uh, communication from center level personnel on an individual basis uh, about funding being exhausted was confusing. However, um, when we speak to the inventory that we're talking about today, the 41,000, uh, there aren't any instances uh, um, that would be approved in obligated funds. Those files have been uh, looked at. There has been communication to those borrowers about what was missing, what was insufficient. And in two-thirds of the cases, uh, it is a tax-related issue. So he's a tax-related issue. Um, we would not move funds because we don't see the inventory of demand. And again, if, the reason that's the, the case is 92% of that population has had a loan since 2020. And as of April of 2021, with the average increase being 200,000, they could seek a loan increase, and, and, and many did. But um, only 20% of those eligible for an increase ever responded over the course of 15, 16 months. Roughly. Jesus. So I, I understand, again, I, I, I want to keep reiterating this. I, I understand why they are frustrated with the outcome. And, um, but in terms of the SBA's responsiveness to their petition for an increase, we have given them multiple, in, in some cases, reconsiderations or appeals. Um, and we are not uh, going to be able to get to yes on their individual file. Wow. Okay, so y'all see what's happening? You see what's happening now? Um, that part, I do agree with him 
because I literally myself had to go and show individuals how to go into your email. You go into your email and when you go into your email, you go underneath search and type in SBA, E-I-D-L, or just put SBA, um, Target Advanced, SBA Reconsideration, and I guarantee you all the emails popped up in her in her, her list. Yes. So he is telling the truth on that. And what he's saying is 20% of those individuals that still wait, um, no, out of 41,000 businesses, now that's just one segment that's still sitting in that, that undetermined stage that's been denied or declined, right? Okay, so out of that 41,000, he say 92% of those individuals, they resent the emails. But out of that percentage, only 20% responded and was able to get a uh, increase in their loan. So you still have a good 62% of small businesses, and some I know I'm talking to that you're listening to this video, that you did not even respond to the emails because you didn't see the emails because the emails was geared to the spam or junk mail. So that's why I'm saying, you guys, in situations like this here, we have to get over the fussing and complaining and murmuring and trying to put the blame on. No, 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 no. Let's go back. Take a deep breath. Musa, go back into those emails. Type in SBA, okay, and find out what's happening. All right? I had some that sent me. I'm like, yeah, okay, you too late here. You too late there. But I did have some clients that went through, submitted all the information, their tax returns and everything. And when they called SBA, they told them that they was not, they didn't have, all the funds were exhausted where you just heard it live. No, they still have almost $80 billion that they didn't transfer. And listen to this. All that money that was supposed to be for the targeted advance, that grant money that they didn't grant to have the business owners because they claimed it was not in a quote-unquote zone area. Their zip code was not in a under marginalized community so you didn't qualify that was hogwash everything was shut down so it doesn't matter if i'm living in the heights if my business closed how it's going to make some money so that's why urban management group had an opportunity through me as the founder and owner yes the CEO of the company took the initiative to have Urban Management Group have more um, weight in the business community. Okay. And so, because of that, I had to really structure down, streamline, and focus and get certified in certain areas, become part of memberships and councils so I can get the, I got the, Look, you guys, we have to know the rules of the game. This life is like a chess game. And if you don't know what moves to move at that particular time, you're going to miss out. 
and give somebody else an opportunity to become the king or the queen. So, all of this I'm sharing, which this is probably part two of it of the video, of what's happening, the breaking news, okay? So, this is the breaking news right now that um, as we had to go before a hearing, that was today, August 2nd. That was this morning, August 2nd, okay? And um, they have to release the money. So, now it's going to be up to you guys to pull those emails up, okay? This is the instructions. Go to your email, all right? Go to your emails, type in SBA, find out what's the last email that they sent you, open that email up. And I'm sure you're gonna have that green link that you were supposed to, that was the invitation for you to click in. Now I have to see, I'm gonna go on another video and see uh, about, the polder, because remember, they shut the polder down. So you didn't even have access. And then he did mention through the hearing that they read when you go to the SBA right now and it's showing you that um, they have no more money and all. He just told them they need to go back and update that website because it's misleading. You say you do have money. The money that's due to these business owners, you have to release the money. We want the business owners to get the funds and those that have the little disparities going on with the missed emails and the bank accounts and even with the tax return, they say work it out some kind of way to release these funds to the business owners. So guess what? You guys, we have hope, all right? Don't give up. If you need in the office, I will be full-time <laughs> offer all of this next week. So you can go on a website, schedule an appointment. All right, we can do a virtual appointment. Uh, if you're in the Houston area, we can have an in-person appointment, but you have to schedule that appointment, okay? You're not able just to walk into the office because I'm not gonna see you because it may be somebody else's time, all right? So let's do things decent and in order and see if we can be faithful over little things, God will make us rule over much. That's his word, y'all, no matter what. And believe me, you are dealing with an individual that filled the Lord with my life, okay? And so I am not going to give you wrong. I'm not trying to scam you. I'm not trying to provoke and manipulate you to do anything. You don't have to even contact. You can co-contact another company. I'm just sharing this information with you so you can have the heads up of what's going on. Because if you're just sitting there watching regular television and the news and seeing all the killing and the disasters and the flooding, that's all you're going to be concerned soon with. And faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, hearing the word, hearing words, hearing, hearing. So whatever you are hearing, that's what you are believing. That's what you're going to have faith for. That's where your expectation is coming from. Ha. Ah, so I am striving to pierce through all the negative stuff that even other people that have deposited into your ears, you're yakking, you're letting people tell you, oh, but girl, this happened to me, so I don't know if that's going to happen for you. Remember, the rules do not apply to the children of the Most High God. Oh, come on now. I'm about to shout now. Hey, come on. I'm telling you, you, you hear, you're hearing from a person 
that then been through the test of trial, the been through the fire and saw the fault man right there with her. You didn't, you listen, you hearing a person, you seeing a person live. I'm not trying to flash no dollars in your way, trying to show you no fabulous cause. Hey, I'm living everyday life just like you, but through it all, I'm trusting in God. I'm committing everything to him and he is telling me what to do. I have some things I'm sharing through our little our um, courses that we're going to start in September. I'm going to start promoting that. I'm getting all that together right now. So check your emails. I want you guys to sign up for this here. You don't have to. I mean, I'm only going to be able to take so many students anyway. All right. But I'm just sharing the things that have come my way and opportunities are there for you too. But I always tell people, if you're coachable, if you have a teachable spirit, if you're not the kind that feel like nobody can tell you nothing, you know everything, well, I don't think this is for you. Urban management is not for you. Nah, urban management is not for you. Dr. D is going to tell you, share with you, guide you the best that I can according to your ability to receive. That's it. All right, peoples. Let's check those emails, all right? Like I stated, go to herbmanagementgroup.com. Go to the contact page. Let me know what's going on with your business. Answer the questions. Put a reliable phone number, okay? And when the virtual assistant um, contact you or you get that email, all right? You opt in so we can communicate with you legally, okay? And we won't be scamming you. All right, with with just influx of emails like I'm always getting. My goodness. All right. It's gonna be timely, all right. But I, I just I just want you guys to make it. And let me get off of here because I don't want to be on here too long. because uh, I'm going to have another video to go into details how you can do certain stuff, okay? All right. I love you guys. God bless you. And I always say, are you really in business or is it just a hobby? Whoa. Okay. Later. Recording stopped. <sighs>